The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Social media fame and mental health. Mm-hmm. Can you have both? That's a question I've been dealing with, kind of, or I've thought about it at least quite a ton. <laughs> quite a ton. Quite. Look at look at my wording here. Today. Just a few tons. Yeah. See, as you can tell, I feel really fifty fifty about this. I don't know. Yeah, um, but this is. I mean, this is our this is our topic for today. So we're gonna have to really dive into it. Mm-hmm. I want to find out what what your take is as well. Where do you even want to start with this? Mm. I mean, what is social media fame to begin with? How do we define social media fame? This is where I think it gets really tricky because is it at a certain number? Are you social media famous when you hit like 10,000 followers or when a random stranger approaches you and says you're doing a good job? Like what is the metric? Kind of difficult to define that there because you do see uh, a lot of like top accounts that, you know, exceed 10K and exceed 30K and even 1 million sometimes. But you always wonder, what do they do? You know, it's just a number. Like, I, I understand there's a following there, right? Yeah. So it's like, what type of influence do they have? Sometimes it's, it's unknown and unclear. It's just a number, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there is that type of social media fame. There's the other type where it's like there's like a backing or a substance to this person where they're trying to um, give to the community. In other words, they're providing a lot of free work, right, basically to everyone. And through that, they get a following and it's most likely organic and they're loyal, you know. So it branches out and becomes, you know, into the social media fame that is more of a brand so i guess like you know in in both parties you know people are getting famous but based off what does like what makes it you know quote quote unquote social media fame yeah i think that's an interesting point what type of influence do you have like are you just known for playing video games online or are you known for like building something tangible and valuable that solves a problem and of course a lot of people would think that you know watching somebody play Fortnite online is tangible and valuable Um, but i think it is important to make a distinction there because there are probably multiple types of influence Mm -hmm. within this realm but i really i really don't know how to define social media fame it's Um, it's I, i mean i guess for this episode i'm gonna have to stick with like overnight fame okay yeah Right. Really sudden fame, like a change in life or big hit, whatever you want to call it. Right. Because that I I think seemingly that's where mental health plays a role is when you're not expecting it, where you're not prepared. But then, you know, you're you're always going to get the argument where it's just like, well, you're never prepared Mm -hmm. in life. You're never prepared. And that's kind of like true to a certain extent. 
because I think, um, although you can fall into a pattern and you'd be like, yeah, sure. I think you would get better at getting out of it. Yeah. So, you, so in a sense, there's a difference in mental health there, I guess. And we went this, uh, we went through this ourselves recently, which is why we actually brought it up as a topic. We're like, it's going to be interesting yeah. navigating these waters because it's very new territory for it's, us. It's thin ice into, um, or really thin lines between two different worlds, right? And I've always had this kind of relationship with social media in general, is that when you're on there, you can either, you can have, it's its own separate day, you know? So I have my initial day where I wake up and I go to work, do all that. And then when I'm online, it feels like you logged into a second day, right? And then once you're in there, you're like, there's a line here between that transition of like me being in bed and then doing my chores and paying my subscriptions into now I'm on Facebook and Instagram and I'm looking at these comments, right? Sometimes I have like negative comments to like go through and I'm like, yeah. what like what, what, what? And then like, you're like, my day's ruined. And you're like, well, I got better at this. So my social media day is ruined. Not, not my day. You know, I still have some orders to fulfill today. So I need to go check on like the wholesale stuff or whatever it is. Right. So then that it doesn't ruin my day. So over time I generally got better is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You get used and to you, it. you got used to that. Like you found that line. There's a line between both realities, I guess. And I think you always have to know that that line is there and how to switch in and out of it. Because mm -hmm. the most common mistake I see is, uh, Let's just say Justin Bieber or what else? Sean Mendes is a good example. Mm. It's more recent, but like I was watching his documentary once and he was talking about like how his best friend, right? Out of all of his friends, there was this one specific friend that like, if he didn't stop texting him and like pulling him inwards, he would have probably just missed out on himself and had the worst time mentally. <laughs> but he brought him back. He was the reason why he like, he would come back to his hometown chill with his parents, like do absolutely average things. Yeah. Right. Because you get into this territory where it's like a lot can go wrong and you can absolutely inflate yourself. And when you inflate yourself, what happens? Your ego inflates. Yeah. So you, you have to notice that line and be like, okay, I'm still an average person. You know why? Because I'm a person, right? Mm -hmm. Like if there was a creator for all of us, and there is, at least according to me, <laughs> um, there's all, like, we're all one, dude. We are, we're all created uniquely. It's like, think about it as like, we're little miniature toys. We're kind of designed, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. So it's like, what's, what's the difference? Yeah, it gets... It's a pedestal. It's a pedestal of some sort. It's a different... I can afford to maybe have a different outlook because I'm exposed to these things now, mm -hmm. you know? So it's not really, I think it's experience-based. Your eyes see more, you know? It that's, is experience-based. And I think you have to go through it in order to understand the certain pitfalls that come with it and the benefits as well. And the behavior but, changes of people, yeah, not necessarily yourself. Exactly. And I think the, the trickiest part about this entire landscape and the reason why I think a lot of people struggle with mental health health in relation to social media and the potential fame that comes with it is the blurred line between the real world right here mm -hmm. and then the digital world, which is just a bunch of pixels. Yeah. It's a valuable world, 
But if you allow those two to merge, which most of us have done, mm -hmm. and you don't, um, you don't become aware of the fact that there is a distinction, then I think that's where you, you can take a, a, a wrong turn, so to speak. Yeah. The Anxiety, depression, comparison, mm -hmm. which I think is the root cause of it. You're just comparing yourself to other people. I mean, a lot of us rely on a mix of this thing. We live in a cocktail of life now, right? It's mm -hmm. the digital versus the real world. Excuse me. And it's like crypto is a good example because it was live money. Okay, mm. from the real world, it got converted into now digital, and then you're doing things with that, right? So then, like you ha now, you have like this mix of like, okay, um, I have an actual realistic asset that I converted into digital, so I can convert it back. But if something were to happen in the real world, you would be pissed that it's still in the digital world, but you'd be like, okay, I have that as backup though. Yeah. Right, and you bring it back into the real world. And now you feel a little bit more comfortable. So where does your heart sit? Does it sit in the digital world? I don't think so. I can see how it gets confusing for most people, though. Mm -hmm. Especially, like, the sheer usage of social media. Like, I spend most of my time, a lot of my time on my phone or on a laptop or whatever other piece of technology out there. Mm -hmm. um, and I've had to, like, bring my, rein myself back so uh, to... Yeah, you actively do to it. To become or to be the person that I know I am. Um, but a lot of people don't have that self-awareness. They're just stuck in it. Yeah. And they're wasting time on it. Mm-hmm. Go back to your ways. Like, uh, I'm sure me and you can dig a hole for hours. Mm -hmm. Like, it's fun. We'd find a fun way to dig a hole. And even though we've experienced, mm -hmm. like, this rise in followers and likes and comments, we're happy for that. At the same time, we're still the same fucking people. Like, we haven't changed at all. No. In fact, it's just more like, uh, it makes you more aware of your surroundings a little bit more. Um, the fact that you could actually have some type of influence on someone. So you never know that Whoa. walking through. Yeah. So um, I was talking to Joe Saman and he was telling, he was like giving a speech about like, you know, sales calls and uh, like his life through our business and all that good stuff. And he brought that up is like exactly the fact that when you walk into a room, you don't know who you're going to be influencing. You might be impactful to somebody for no damn reason, right? Mm -hmm. To you, it could be no reason. Just your appearance. But it's just your appearance, your tone. You're, maybe you're just like a hook type of person, you know? Maybe you hook the one single person. You'll never know that. Mm -hmm. But you got to always um, assume that. And it kind of makes you more aware. It's kind of like your spidey senses, you know? So it's kind of like, I need to watch my wording. I need to do this. And it's not necessarily like um, censoring. Mm -hmm. It's more like, how can I better get my point across? Or how can I improve? Would it's, you say it's, it's filtering? About, it's about improving, huh? Like filtering? Not necessarily filtering. It's just choosing. Okay. You know, so you have a selection. Yeah. You always have like a rating, you know, for, for things on this earth. Like if you want a glass cup, it comes in all kinds of grades. So we got good class, glass cups. We got the Dollar Tree ones. What do, what yeah. do you want? Um, yeah. And, and it's also like, I'm the type of person where it's like, I don't go to a Dollar Tree because it's a dollar. I go there because you find things <laughs> that isn't necessarily your, at your average store anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. Stuff like that, yeah. you know? Thrifting. Why do you think I do that? You find some good, Dude, some good picks? I have found some really clean cameras. I found like a, um, 
Yashica 4D camera once. It was brand new. Still had the tape on it. Ooh, brand new. Okay? Pristine. But the carrying bag was just really old. It's from the 80s. How much you buy it for? $34. How much is it normally? 290 probably. Wow. Now, at least. Yeah, but see, that's super cool. Yeah, so it's a rarity. But see what I mean? It, mm -hmm. It's kind of like, I think being that type of person and just always being in that, that's the line I talk about. Right, being that a complete average person you are, yep. versus um, the other side, which is going to determine your mental health. Mm -hmm. And I think um, another important thing is that if you do experience this like meteoric rise out of nowhere, so to speak, mm -hmm. it wasn't out of nowhere for us because we spent three years doing <laughs> yeah exactly what yeah. we were doing. Um, but to to people that it seems that way because we just didn't know when either. Yeah. We, yeah. we just knew it was going to happen, but didn't know when. Exactly. We weren't like, oh my God, we're getting close. No, it, it just was like. <laughs> you can't tell. It's just. You know, on a Saturday morning. Hey, are you seeing this? Yeah, I am. Ha ha ha. Great. Like, mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, what's next? That was literally the question, I think. What <clears throat> I was going to mention is that I think it's important to div divorce yourself from the likes, comments, general engagement, and uh, DMs that you get. Yeah. Not if to you take do it experience personally. that. Never take it personally. That's something I was, was telling you. I used to take it personally. Yeah, 100%. it's just don't take it personally because it's just like, at the end of the day, people are shouting at the, the front, you know, it's, they're shouting at the video, they're shouting at the whatever, you know, they're not going to recognize you. <laughs> they person. don't, they can't. They, you know, like, it's just like, so you got to have that, you know, they're just talking to Instagram. They're just, and I bet you, bro, a high percentage that most of these people are not that negative in person. They wouldn't do anything in person. Oh, it's yeah. like the Louis C.K. illusion, where it's just like something that we put a door with a piece of glass on it, <laughs> right? We call it a car door. Yeah. Just because that's separating us, we start throwing middle fingers and like cussing out each other. But remove that door, and suddenly no one would do anything. Like if mm -hmm. we were in an elevator and someone farted, right? <laughs> someone okay? sharted. No one's going to like go up to you and just like start screaming in your face, like for the most part, because there's no window. There's no that door. You're directly to face you to up. face with somebody else. Yeah. Exactly. So you're going to have to face it. Hmm. And then another thing that it ties into is like the, all of the engagement has value in the social media digital world, hmm. but it doesn't mean shit in the real world. Do you think that's true or not? I mean, it does mean something in the sense that people will view you as somebody who is a level higher just because you've attained something that a lot of people can't um, or aren't willing to. I mean. But it doesn't mean that your inherent value as a human being has like actually gone up. Yeah. No, no. It doesn't make me a better human being. Not at all. But it's kind of like it's just the respect that comes with winning the game you know winning the game yeah that's what it is because if you identify it as a game then it is a game you know and i promise anyone consistency is key oh that's probably Throw everything out the window you can have the worst content in the world <laughs> i don't trust me you check my algorithm bro <laughs> you, you can create a genre you'll never know yeah but Seeing someone be so persistent and consistent absolutely wins every time. And there's a market for everything, dude. Yeah. Everything. Mm -hmm. Think of the some some of the weirdest shit you can pull out of your mind. There's a market for it. Yep. 
I, I believe it. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> oh my God. What do you think social media fame has done to people's minds? Hmm. Negatively speaking. It, it, it has turned us into money chasing machines and just clout chasing machines. What is clout? It's clout is just like the fake surrounding of overly marketing someone for no reason. Right. Mm. And the only reason being is that everybody gets, you know, some sort of recognition based off of public recognition. I don't know. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's basically to me, Personally, it shouts, hey, I am a no-substance person, so I'm just trying to make it in any way possible. I'll scrape anything <laughs> to get by. You know? It's no less than begging. It's desperate. Yeah. It's really it's desperate. It's really, really desperate. So I, I, like, I genuinely believe that everybody has a story to tell if they were to sit down and tell it. Most people these days don't want to sit down and tell anything. You know? Yeah. It's kind of like I'd rather just lose my mind, take all this ecstasy and call it a day. Yeah, and I also think it's just completely annihilated people's values if they even existed in the first place. Because when it comes to your values, you have to sit down and like consciously write it all out. What do I value? What are the top 10 things that I really care about in my life? And who do you respect? Exactly. And I think... Because there's no way, way to show that value usually if you don't respect people. Mm -hmm. And the greatest way, actually the greatest way to tell what someone's value is just to, is to look at what they spend the most time and energy on. And what is that for most people? Social media. And usually it's almost always mindless. Mm -hmm. they're, they're watching as opposed to creating. Mindless. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing that's really disrupted our society today. Um, it's just people don't have yeah. an inherent you know understanding funny? of their values. We spend so much time looking at aesthetic when aesthetic is built. Start building. I don't know what you're doing. Just <laughs> laying around saying, dude, like black aesthetic is so cool. And I wish I had this type of studio and just do it. Where do you think it came <laughs> from? Yeah, just, just do it. Like just, that's what builds aesthetic. It's building. It's literally, and if that doesn't teach you anything, it teaches you that life is action-based. If you sit there and think about it, which is exactly what your eyes are doing, mm -hmm. mindlessly, you're not getting anywhere. You think you are because you're getting that mental satisfaction of that's a cool aesthetic. That's all you sat on. We've had people comment on yeah. the studio, on the stew. Yeah, they go. That's impressive. But and they I'm, don't know what the, the what room the looks like. Was. I mean, this is a nice room, but yeah. it's not like this. Look at our stories every once in a while. You'll see it. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you get me. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think it makes sense. So. Most importantly, stop watching other people's lives, like actually be in your own life and share it. Go ahead and share it on social media. Make sure that people know about yeah. you. Um, and, and do it in what a, you can, yeah. you know, you're going to have a unique perspective on things, which is why we need to start asking questions. And which is why I like asking questions too. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, like we did the, uh, the moaning with Lisa episode <laughs> and, um, we always <laughs> have to one of the greatest that. episodes, yeah. dude. And, uh, Mona Lisa herself was on our screen and we were looking at it and we were like, yeah, that's cool. All right, that's it. Is that that's where most people actually quit? Yeah, you they know? don't. They don't. Dive you deep. go. What do you think she was looking at? And everyone suddenly now you're in like, what era is this? Hmm. Now I gotta. Is that a castle in the background? You know, hmm. everyone wants to play detective. We love that. Mm -hmm. So it's like, continue, continue doing that. You know. Yeah. Be hyperactive. Like, a conversation takes work. Waking up takes work. 
Walking takes work. Breathing takes work. Albeit sometimes unconscious work. Anything takes work. If you want to go for a walk, it takes work. If you want to think about taking a walk, that thought takes work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's just, um, I think social media has made us, because we're so short, short term, our laziness follows. Like we're so quick to snap into laziness because we're short term on that. If there's no energy within three seconds, that's it. Oh, it's all a short-term game for people. That's, that's yeah. the one thing social media has really done mm-hmm. to our society. I saw a TikTok video. Okay, there was this bald guy with a beard. Literally, like, it came in screaming on a TikTok. Scrolled down. And he was like, he's like, put that shit in the other room. Right now. <laughs> right take your phone. And like, I was like, okay, whoa, right? He's like, he's like, I've been doing this for 10 years. Leave your phone in the other room. Yeah, your bed is for sleeping. That's it. He's like, let me know when your life changes, and then that's it. It just goes mm-hmm. away, <laughs> and it comes back screaming again. But like, do you see that? The phone is a is a is a big deal to me, and I feel like yeah. I have such a strong connection with the disconnect line of that reality and this reality mm-hmm. that it's like I feel that you can't have both. You can have a nice mental health. You can, but it takes a lot of work. It does because that alone is draining. Right, I only have so much energy throughout the day. I'm only one single person with two hands, two legs, one mm-hmm. heart, <laughs> right, and one brain. So sometimes you gotta split your time evenly so that according to your energy, you know. Bro, here's another yes. thing that people need to understand. In in this, the same rule applies to money. Money or social media fame doesn't change you. It amplifies who you are, and people need to get that into their minds. Like it, it genuinely just amplifies. Yeah. All of the characteristics you've developed over the course of your life, it doesn't change you. Yeah. Because you're still the same person. If you're if you're an asshole when you're broke, you're gonna be an asshole when you're rich. If you are um selfish when you have five followers on Instagram or five hundred thousand, you're still gonna be selfish. Like it doesn't change anything about you. It amplifies. Yeah. Well, you know, they say what makes you A-list, right? What makes someone A-list? They always ask a celebrity that. Hmm. What makes you A-list? And they don't answer it because it's a dumb question. But at the same time, there's an answer to it, you know? And it's basically that, hey, Tom Hanks isn't going out to be Tom Hanks. He's just doing He's himself. He's just doing himself. He is Tom yeah. Hanks. That's it. Game over, right? Like, end of story. <laughs> mm-hmm. Brad Pitt, same thing. He's just Brad Pitt. Like, he's, he's you know, like, and then us as little, let's call us miniature uh Micro influencers, technically, yeah. Yeah. Tadpoles. Tadpoles, still growing. Yeah, still growing. Um, We, like, can sometimes get lost in that, you know? You'd be like, we have all these images of all these things that have happened in the cinema world and and whatever, and all these, like, role models to look after. Most of them are made-up characters. And actually, I would say, yeah, just most of them. Anyway, uh, like, basically... If Brad Pitt doesn't go out of his way, like you, some people genuinely believe that Brad Pitt is trying to be the character Brad Pitt, but he's just being him. (laughs) That's a weird concept. That's a really weird concept. So just follow that path. I, it's like, you got to get over being, um, you know, scared of people looking at you or, you know, shy in terms of like having eyes on you or whatever the case is, because that's stopping you from being yourself. And mm-hmm. if you just be yourself and just like respect your sense of humor, 
respect your seriousness, respect your time and place, respect your morals, respect everything. Yeah. Dude, just be you. And that uniqueness will just, someone will linger onto it and it will just, there would be a crowd sooner or later, you know? Oh, dude, well, being you, this ties into a very important subject in my mind is by being you, a lot of people are going to naturally not want to deal with social media. And I am all for that. If you're the type who's like genuinely like world vagabond, having your own experiences, you don't care to post a story or an IG reel, Mm -hmm. by all means, go all in on that. You don't have to be obsessed with social media to to gain a following or to make money or whatever sponsorships. That's not within you. Yeah. I know people that take exactly these terms, okay? But they apply it in like the the industrial world mm-hmm. or whatever the case is, okay? Like I know a designer that's a toy designer. He makes little toys and like little keychains and whatever, like designs. Yeah. And dude, you should see like his followership on like LinkedIn. Ooh, massive massive right that's that's equivalent to me like you can make it in that sense there, there's these things translate into its own industry yeah you get me mm-hmm. so I, I guess in a sense it's not just social media fame anymore it's just let's just the social media fame of wherever you are placed like general cloud yeah because you could be like this type of messed up as an engineering head <laughs> yeah in the engineering so world, this or concept world. can really apply in any industry. Mm-hmm. But for this, in this case, we'll stick to social media. But just because phones are highly addictive, uh, a lot of us are chasing this exact thing now. Uh, nobody's actually, nobody's pursuit is like love, happiness, or any of that. It's just like we're chasing happiness. We call it happiness, but really, we're chasing money. Mm-hmm. Once we have the money, we're, we're gonna know that what is happiness? Yeah. What is that? You know, that's kind of the messed up part. Also, here's a question for you. Hmm. Let's say you walk up to 100 people on the street. Yes. And you tell them you're able to have everything you've ever wanted in life if you just focus on one thing for the next 10 years, religiously, every single day or every single week. How many out of those 100 people are actually going to follow through on that? Pick one thing. And just do that. Just do that. You'll give how much? Out of 100 people, how many do you, th- do you think are actually going to follow through with that? Yeah, but what's the reward? Everything they've ever, ever wanted in life. Oh, okay. Everything they've ever wanted in life, that one thing. If they just commit themselves. It's a very tough question, to be honest. I know many types of people, that's the thing. You know I, I, mean? think, I think five max. I really do think five max. I mean, I, I would assume that it would be the, on the lower side. And commit, but... commit to something you want to commit to. Not being stuck at a dead-end job that you don't like. Mm-hmm. It has to be something that you willingly love and are willing to sacrifice for it. I know everyone would start, but how many would make it? That's, that's the big question. 20%. I'd have to be like I think twenty percent's high. Yeah, I mean it could be high to you, could be less. Who I knows? Know. Yeah, who knows? But like, let's just stick there. The concept is there. Maybe because I have a little bit more uh, faith in <laughs> humanity. But like the average human being now has an attention span smaller than a goldfish. That is so true. And the ultimate, the ultimate test is me. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've I've honestly my entire life growing up, I've had the biggest focusing problem. 
even when it, that's why I sucked at video games and everything is because like I was so attentive to the the real world that I hated whatever like I called distractions I guess hmm. video games like that kind of stuff I was never in tune with the picture like I could never dive into it the only thing I could do that with was film which is why I do this now yeah because it's just it's till this day no matter how many times I get rolling it's always intriguing so you Every do you still time. have that you get distracted easily is that what you're saying or you used to get distracted easily um yeah so now my ultimate test is I realized that focus is a muscle it's literally a muscle because you need to know the stages of how to get into focus. Bro. You know what's funny? What? I have the exact opposite problem. Really? Up to this day, I have a great, great, um, I, it's very easy for me to focus, but I'm too focused to really? the point where I will ignore everything in my fucking world if I'm see, really stuck see, in. See, that's also good, but. But it's bad I too. I can see why it's bad. See, but mine is good, but bad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all like, a pro and con. That's the thing. See, that these are the true nature things that you need to know about yourself. Because this will ultimately will give out like what type of person you are, where you fit mm -hmm. best. Like if if we were in a squad, you know, we needed that, you know, I don't know, military squad. Yeah. Okay. We were all going to be placed like one's in, uh, in aviation, one's in the tank, one's on security. One's I would love to be a sniper. Right. Someone would fit somewhere else. It's like the Ocean's Eleven <laughs> technique. Right? Yeah, yeah, like the thing you brought up the last Ocean's time. Ocean's Eleven freaking layout. Yeah. You know? That's awesome. So where do you think you would fit in? I would 100% be a sniper. Be alone and uh -huh. just focus. Oof. I think I would be aviation. I'd be flying. Aviation? Yeah. I'd be getting people in and out. They're quick, you know? That makes sense because you like perspective. I like perspective, height, mm. clearance. <laughs> What is it? Distance? But that's, dude, that's yeah. so true. Like being able to know your role and play that position well. Dude, bro. That is a skill in and of itself that most people don't have. Yeah. If I was in aviation, I'd definitely have two Blackmagic Pocket Cinema cameras down there. <laughs> recording everything in 4K. Panos. Three to one bit rate. <laughs> Three to one bit rate. I don't even know what the fuck if that is. If you know, is. you know. But anyway. Um, so yeah, anything else on your end that you want to mention? Yeah, I, not... Not so much. I think this was like so far has been a great, great time talking about this because I think it was just like it was just being getting it off of in. our chest, yeah, bro. Was, like, yeah, it was. It was starting to affect me. You know what I mean? And the thing is, like, I there are a, there are only a handful of people that I can have this discussion with mm -hmm. about the podcast because in my mind, I feel like a lot of people are going to have some sort of resentment yeah, or some it, sort of twinge it, inside innate, innate hate, but it's not. Not even hate, dude. It's just like, why the fuck I, am I, will I not I call there? it hate because it's easier to call it hate, you know? It's easier to think of someone to have ill intentions than good intentions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That's the problem with humans. <laughs> but I do have a bonus, and I do want to mention this because uh, yeah. this is very important for those who are up and coming in the social media game. Got to give a big shout out to Kara Fagan for this. Mm-hmm. Miss um, PR, Queen. There are... There is a tier of influencers, okay? So at the very bottom, we have micro influencers, tier one. So this falls into anywhere between 2,000 followers to 50,000 followers. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, the big brands nowadays are searching for these kinds of people. Yeah, more so. You probably get more uh, reach with more brands mm -hmm. or a higher volume of deals, I would say. Yeah, because they're able, they have, the, these people usually have a good engagement rate and usually, um, 
they have a better, you can strike a better deal with a smaller type of brand than a Kim Kardashian or someone who's really big who's going to throw out a ridiculous number at you. Mm -hmm. So that's the low tier. If you find yourself within that tier, that's a huge opportunity yeah. right now. It makes sense. It's like they're collecting little percentages that complete 100 at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And really strong times. like followerships. Yeah. Then you have mid-tier, 50K to 700K. Um, and by the way, all of these are good, but you just have to know where you are and, and how to play that position. Mm -hmm. Then you have macro tier, um, which is 700K to 1 million, and then VIP, celebs, and mega tier, which yeah. is 1 million plus. Wow. We'll get there one day. Yeah, so I, w I want people to know, like, wherever you are, it's um, there is opportunity. Yeah. I mean, honestly, bro, like, till this day, okay, till this day, if Visual Craftsman gets, like, two follows, I'm like, damn, I got a lot of followers. Let's fucking yeah, go, baby. Let's go, because this is what I care about, is do you resonate with me? If you do, welcome. That's it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and thankfully, a lot of people have, re have resonated with us. I so. love it. And that's why we love the 2AM podcast, fam. Anything else? Any last words? Um, yes, actually. Uh, if you have not subscribed, go ahead and subscribe on YouTube at the 2AM Podcast. So uh, yes. do not ever miss an episode. I highly suggest you listen to us. If this is your first time, welcome again. Uh, give us a five-star review on Spotify. Do not forget Apple Podcasts because we love Apple. You know what I'm saying? We do. Um, yeah, I think that's it, man. I'm thirsty for more episodes. Coming soon next week. So stay tuned. Adios. Peace.